I booked a little bit of a tour for, I got to talk quiet because my daughter's in the other room. <laughs> we are going to do the um, Rhino tour again. Um, oh, you're going to do the, all oh, the animal mm-hmm. She's never tour. done it. Calista's never done it. So mm-hmm. I'm excited Gosh, to do it up. again with her, but I booked that. That's awesome. Do you know yeah. what they call a group of rhinos? What? A crash. Yes, they can Mm -hmm. run up to 30 miles an hour, but they can only see about 30 to 35 feet ahead of ahead of them. So when they stop, it takes it it, like they have a hard time stopping when they're running full speed. And so a lot of times that involves destruction (laughs) because they're big creatures. So they call they're called a crash of rhinos. So, yeah. So there you go. That's I mean, really, that's the whole show right there. Learn something new every day. Learn something new every day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Hi. Main Street Electrical Podcast. I am Dave, and that is Jen, and we are What's your hosts up? here. Uh, we're almost episode 100. We're in like 97-something-ish, something where somewhere in there. Who knows? Uh, 100 is right around the corner, which is exciting. Yeah. 100th episode of the podcast. We have some great plans. Mm-hmm. If you guys enjoyed the Love Songs episode we had a few, a few weeks back, you're going to love episode 100. We have some yes. special guests coming on to talk about some different kind of music, some so different awesome. kind of fun stuff. It's going to be great. Jen, how'd you Disney this week? Oh, good one. Today I am wearing my Bill shirt to Disney. See? And then I also, more importantly, I Disneyed by meeting up with some of the, um, I'll, I'll call them, they're not really like executives, but I guess mm-hmm. it's our, um, some of our good friends, our business development manager mm-hmm. and our regional right. sales manager, mm-hmm. um, along with some other agency owners in the area. So we met up for a meeting last night. So that was a, that was a very big way to Disney. I love it. Uh, I, I love that. I love that you, I love that they support you and you support them and everything. You're yes, great with us. They are just, fantastic. Love, love of course, for those of you listening, maybe for the first time or you haven't caught on, Jen owns Upon a Star Travel. Um, you know, this isn't necessarily a 30 minute commercial for Upon a Star Travel, but we work for mm-hmm. Upon a Star Travel. She owns it. I work there. It's great. Yeah. And so we have a lot of fun planning all of your trips. So, uh, so it's really cool. You got to meet, you got to meet and see again many of the higher ups, which I've met a few of them and they're wonderful people, as uh, most of them are. Uh, I am, of course, wearing my grape soda shirt um oh nice what's funny is that i'm i'm going to disney next week next tuesday for the week i'm real excited about that i'm gonna be going um as as many people know that their son uh autism uh on the autism spectrum we go down there for a doctor's appointment and we wrap a week-long disney trip around a two-hour doctor's appointment because really why wouldn't you right i mean that seems reasonable we're staying at port orleans riverside we wanted to stay at animal kingdom or old key west or uh saratoga with a one-bedroom uh suite because my Mm -hmm. wife and kid are going as well as my mother-in-law who's wonderful but you know, if we can find ourselves a one bedroom, it's great. So nothing has been available. We're going to, when we check in, the first thing I'm going to say is, I don't suppose you could look in the system and see if anything's mm. available. Uh, maybe somebody canceled. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> and we'll see what happens. But I'm really excited about that. And I've been preparing for that. Yeah, you have I've a good time. Selecting my my Hawaiian shirts, which ones I'm going to wear when. I'm going to wear my Stacy shirt on a certain mm-hmm. day. And so, you know, this is what Disney fans do. They plan their outfits way ahead of time because we're psycho like that. That's just what we do. So We crazy. <clears throat> 
We are crazy. We're crazy. Great show today. We're going to be talking about uh, park passes and hoppers and reservations yes. and things. That's coming up a little bit later on. We're going to kind of dig into those, the pros and the cons. I'm going to say this one sentence, and I'm probably going to say it four or five more times because I cannot drill it in people's heads enough. If you have a park ticket, that doesn't mean you get into the park. Correct. You have to make a park pass reservation. You yes. got to tell Disney, hey, Disney, I got my ticket in my hand right here. Here is my ticket. I'm going to hold the ticket up right here for those of you watching on the YouTubes. There's my ticket right there. It's got Donald on my ticket. Guess what? I have to tell Disney where I'm going to go on what day. Mm-hmm. So if I go on Tuesday or Wednesday, if I go on Wednesday, I can't just hold the ticket up and be like, hey, cast right. member, here's my ticket. No, 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 no. I have to go in the system ahead of time and say, yes, I'm going to have a park pass. So we'll talk about that yes. a little bit later on, but I want to reiterate that. And joining us also, we're bringing in our good friend, the quasi-producer of the show, Heather. Yay! Here comes Agent Heather. She's a rock star for Pond Star Travel. She's a an, mm-hmm. she's an adoptive mom. Uh, her little girls are adorable. They do quack chat on YouTube. They have their yes. own show. Um, they're more popular at age like 10 than I think I've been at age 40, which is awesome. I mean, basically. Hi, Heather. Hi, how are you? Uh, we are, are you? wonderful, wonderful. So Heather, how did you Disney this week? I got to throw it on you. Oh my goodness. How did I Disney this week? Really, it's just you you choosing which one because your whole life is Disney. <laughs> I was going to say, everything <laughs> is Disney for you. Oh, I know what I did. I, um, I booked a little bit of a tour for... I got to talk quiet because my daughter's in the other room. We are going to do the um, rhino tour again. Um, oh, you're going to do the, oh, the animal. Mm-hmm. She's never tour. done it. Calista's never done it. So I'm excited to do it again with her, but I booked that. That's awesome. Do you know yeah. what they call a group of rhinos? What? A crash. Really? Yes, they can mm-hmm. run up to 30 miles an hour, but they can only see about 30 to 35 feet ahead of the, ahead of them. So when they stop, it takes it, it like they have a hard time stopping when they're running full speed. And so a lot of times that involves destruction <laughs> because they're big creatures. So they call they're called a crash of rhinos. So, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's I mean, really, that's the whole show right there. Learn something, something new every day. Something new every day. So we're going to go a little bit of news here. And since Heather's joined us, she can pitch in as well. <laughs> It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah! News! So top of the news here, we're going to run through some of these topics just real quick. Some headlines and, of course, some things you need to know. Skyliner, no more masks on the Skyliner. Well, they're optional, as the official wording goes. You know, they're optional, read all the wording, whatever, but... uh, it's kind of fun to me because I, I don't know who actually was... Well, there aren't a whole lot of people that I think were leaving their masks on in the Skyliner. Once it leaves the station, I know our family was like, straight off, and then back on again when we get to the station. So I just think Disney was like, yeah, why not? Let's go ahead and make that. Uh, uh, what is open air? Exactly. I mean, ish. It's got open the, the cross bridge. Um, cross Tumble breeze. Monkeys are returning to the Festival of the Lion King. Oh, good. I This summer, I don't know why they were not there to begin I, I don't know i don't know what danger they pose i don't know well they did have to do a lot of like physical contact amongst true. themselves true, i true, mean true. like mm-hmm. there was a lot of that so that's probably why true uh jen this is for you victoria and alberts is also opening back up later on this year um i know which is exciting. i'm so excited I, i've so never excited. eaten there I, heather have you ever eaten at victoria and alberts i have never eaten there would you eat at victoria and alberts if you had to pay the full freight no <laughs> 
I mean, I just I can't bring myself to do it either. I can't. There's like, a group of us that keep saying that we're going to do it for a girls' trip, um, mm -hmm. but I don't know that I. I don't know. It's it's a little expensive. Yeah, it's if, so if, good though. If I was with so my people, the, the the group from the agency, and we were all like, okay, we're all gonna chip pitch in and do it. We're all gonna do it one time together. I might be willing to do it just for that one experience with everybody. But I mean, that's like that's like six Dole whips. I can't do that. I mean, that's just that's a, that's a that's a lot. Um, I mean, six I know it's Dole whips. Dole what whips do you mean? Expensive. Dole whips are expensive. Food's expensive at Disney. Uh, it's like it's like ten gallons of gas. Um, so. I know Jen's eating there because she's bougie, and so of course she's eating there. And uh, so, uh, yeah, are you, are you planning on returning as soon as you possibly can, Jen? Yes. In fact, Brady sent me the screenshot. Like, as soon as we saw it, he was like, boom. Like, I know. <laughs> You're so as soon as we can possibly do it, we're going to be like, he's going to be like, book it. He's going to be like, I already got it for you, dear. We're doing We're good. We're going. Um, not returning, however. Uh, the rumor has been swirling, and I believe it's official. The spirit of Aloha apparently is not coming back. Mm -hmm, that's the what, the, what they're saying. Um, I've been there twice. Did not really enjoy it. The the fire twirlers were the ones that I think everybody mm -hmm. in our group wanted to see. And they're at the very end for like two minutes. And the last time I saw it was kind of windy. So they, they were out there for like a minute. And there was fire kind of blowing. And they turned. I'm not like, uh, this is, yeah, I just, it, it, I don't know. It wasn't my thing. It wasn't my thing. So, so yeah, so it's Beard of Aloha. If you've never seen it, you probably won't. Splash Mountain has reopened, however, so that's going to be eating a lot of people up, which is Yay, good. Yay, Kylie's happy. Yes, <laughs> Kylie's happy. So when I get to go back next week, I'll be happy, which is awesome. I get to get to ride Splash Mountain. Every time I go on Splash Mountain, I have to act like it's my last time on Splash Mountain because I don't know when Disney's going to pull the trigger. I mean, that's I, true. I think it's going to be probably after, maybe after, after the fall, maybe even next year after the 50th kind of is done, or maybe after they open Tron and Guardians, they'll kind of quietly pull Splash. Mm -hmm. But right now, I mean, I, I, every time I ride it, I'm like, just in case, just in case it breaks and they decide not to fix it, just in case it goes the way of uh, uh, the great movie ride where it just falls completely decrepit and they just don't fix it anymore until they finally shut it down. I don't know. So that's every time I have to ride it like my last time. Guardians of the Galaxy update. Um, the layout is now available in video. I posted that on one of my pages today. Um, they've got the signage up. It's now on the Epcot maps. You can actually hold the Epcot maps up. Guardians is on the front. The investors meeting for Disney is going to be held for the first time in person in like two years next week. My prediction is they're going to announce the opening of Guardians on that date, and I think it's going to be Memorial Day. That's my prediction. Uh, I don't know. I need to go ahead and get my, my June trip, uh, I guess my June room booked because I'm afraid that once uh, once they announce Guardians, it like yeah. everything will disappear. So will Epcot Park passes immediately. So, so yeah. that's the goal for that. So uh, Guardians is opening very soon, which is exciting. And apparently they're building a new Polynesian DVC. Yes, um, they are. Where is this going to go? Do we know? Heather, have you seen the map? Like the layout where it's going? Because uh, I know that it's... So rumor has it is that the reason that Spirit of Aloha is not coming back is because that's where they're putting it. That would actually make sense. Yeah, I've heard that too. And I guess I mm -hmm. just thought... I that would actually make sense. That was such a big area i mean i don't know it is a pretty large area i i don't know i can't remember i mean is it just a building that's isolated around a lot of land and so they'll just clear the building and have all that land there or is it probably I, I have no idea i, I don't know and um, like you pass that on the way from the existing dvc mm -hmm. location you pass that like if you're walking back to the main building so that would sort of make sense where if that's where they're putting it indeed right I, so. I don't know. I don't know that we'll never know the reasoning, and maybe it's not a question people are asking. But I'm kind of curious as to why they canceled the Reflections Resort they were going to build over at Wilderness Lodge in that area, where the, I guess Discovery Island and uh, and, and what you call it, the water park used to be. 
Um, they canceled that, I guess, for money, and now they're doing the new DVC apology. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I feel like Refle Reflections, I was kind of excited about. This is going to be kind of more of the same. I think they canceled Reflections because um, they do not need more people going to the best resort ever. <laughs> they asked you and they were like heather was like no don't don't put like no no there. no send them send them to the poly don't don't yeah. send them to wilderness it's the best kept secret well but wasn't it more like fort wilderness reflections it was, was more it's actually fort between wilderness. them um yeah if you ever do one of the fishing charters uh mm -hmm. on bay lake there mm -hmm. they will take you out there and it's actually like right across like where they have the pieces of the cement that are still there to build it um it's like right across from like the shoe tree so it's it's literally in between both of them yeah yeah i mean really where river country was but like that's where all the construction stuff still is right now it's like right across from the shoe but tree. i mean when you think about it the polynesian is already a fully functioning resort as mm -hmm. is i mean as is the grand it's a fully functioning resort so making some modifications to add DVC is a lot different than building, building a out a resort. whole like brand new resort with dining, right. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, cause I think reflections because it was between the two. Yeah. You could get to either of them, but I don't know that it was walking distance. Mm -hmm. Heather, do you think, think I don't think it was walking distance. So, I mean, I know you can walk between Fort and wilderness lodge. So unless they were going to mm -hmm. like amend the pathway to like go there, I don't know. How long of a walk know. is that? From one to the other, wilderness to to the cabins. Well, it's not sure. I've never done it, but they always have like the bikes to like for right. you to just take. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. doesn't sound like it'd be that far. But I mean, I guess when you're on the boat, it seems like a far far trip mm -hmm. because you have to kind of go out in the water and come back in and whatever. Yeah. So so yeah, but it's a nice ride. Nice ride, mm -hmm. nice little ride. Now we don't do a lot of Disneyland Paris uh, information. Of course, they are celebrating their 30th mm -hmm. anniversary this year. They are. This is important because on April 1st they are bringing back the face character meet and greets. So you will be yeah. able to hug Rapunzel. You will be able to high five Jack Sparrow and actually go up to the characters and give Pooh a, a big side hug and mm -hmm. you know talk to Mickey up close and everything. They're bringing all that back. And I mention that because I can't imagine that's going to be too far behind here because right now of course wow. everybody's behind a rope or behind a fence or whatever and yep. you know we've seen sad little videos of kids running up the characters and being shooed away by cast members because you just can't yeah. characters. it's really sad so i'm hoping crossing my fingers that maybe that's gonna happen um two little uh t tidbits for universal and they were done with the news they have now opened up sensory rooms or as a sensory room at the beginning uh, at the very opening mm -hmm. front of universal studios park i don't think there's one in islands of adventure yet it's a sensory room for when you're just you have, a, you have somebody or yourself is just overwhelmed, um, maybe a cognitive disability. Autism obviously comes to mind, uh, and you just have sensory overload. You need somewhere to go. I think this is a great idea. I'm hoping they open open up a couple of these because if you're in the Islands of Adventure at Harry Potter and you need a break, getting over to Universal Studios is kind of a long haul, but it's a start, which I think is really cool. Yes. Great. I think it's really, really cool. For Disney, I always recommend the baby care centers because they're so quiet and so just very serene and very easy to calm down mm -hmm. in, which we've taken our kid there a couple of times, but uh, very good for Universal for starting this, and I'm hoping they build a couple of these around the parks. Finally, and this will lead into our, our main discussion, but finally, uh, Universal had sent out a... a uh, a survey to their annual pass holders. Now there was a um, there was a rumor going around that Universal was looking to institute park passes for their own parks. Apparently, they sent out a survey to pass holders about do you want park passes or not mm -hmm. for Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. They came back with a ninety four percent no response, like none. They people don't want oh. it at all. Six percent yes, ninety four percent no. So park passes are not the most popular thing at parks in Orlando at this point in time. That's going to lead us to what we have to talk about in a few minutes here um 
we want to talk about park tickets, park passes, and park hoppers. And this is kind of the 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 big thing now with park passes because mm-hmm. they're kind of in the news because we're hearing stories of people going to the gates and not being able to get in. And yeah. they're standing there, they're injected. There was a story of, and there were a few websites out there that love to to have the the the, the clickbait headlines: elderly couple yes. turned away at the at the parks or whatever. And you know, you feel so Seriously. bad. You're like mean Disney turning away the old people. They're turning away mama. Uh, guys, this is the rules. These are the rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They put it out there. They do. They they have the communication out there. When you buy your tickets, you mm-hmm. are clicking a little box that says, "I'm making my park passes." You have to make your park passes yeah. to to get into a park, and there's no way around that. And this is to there's a big passes. old button view exactly. park pass availability. Yep. Like yeah, and if somebody and, and if Mama, if you're out there listening to our podcast, because why wouldn't you be? And you feel bad. I promise, I'm not making fun <laughs> of you. If somebody bought your tickets for you, they didn't tell you. They get park passes, and so that's on them. You need to, you need to call your grandson and be like, "What the heck, grandson? Why didn't you tell us?" Uh, because these are the rules. Park tickets, real yeah. quick. Of course, they come in base. They come in park hopper. They come now with Genie Plus. Without Genie Plus, there's like four or five mm-hmm. different iterations. You can get a water park option if you want, um, with some different stuff added to it or whatever. Uh, and so, uh, I think from two day, actually about one day ticket, which you can't get Genie Plus on. Two days, up to 10 days that you can, Mm -hmm. and they have various lengths of usage. And what I mean by that is if you buy a two-day ticket, let's say for June 1st through – you want to go June 1st and 2nd. Um, Your two-day ticket will allow you to go like June 1st through the 4th. Anytime in those four Mm -hmm. days, you can go two days. If you buy a 10-day ticket, it's going to give you even longer. So like if you want to go June 1st through 10th, your ticket might be June 1st through the 15th to use it. So you have like varied days. Um, Make sure you pay attention to that if you're looking at going non-consecutive days. I get that a lot from clients who are like, do we have to go on consecutive days? You don't. Just make sure you pay attention to your expiration date because there is no expiration option. Do y'all remember Correct. five, eight years ago when you could buy a 10-day ticket and slap $100 extra and get a no expiration and option? And no expiration no. option. And I missed that option. That was and a nice option. Like a year or two, and it was so great. It was awesome. Yeah, not, that's a thing of the past. <laughs> exactly. Now, park hoppers is kind of the big thing, too, because park hoppers yeah. allows you to move from park to park. So in the old In days, the same day. In the same in day, the same exactly. Day. Base ticket, one park per day. That's it. Right. You go to that park, that's your park. You can leave, you got to come back to that park and know if you if you buy a four-day ticket and you're going two days, you can't use two of your days on the same day. You can't say, well, I'm going to use right. my Epcot and my Animal Kingdom day. No, 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 no. Nope. Once you're in, nope. that's your park day. You're done. Um, park pass or park hoppers allows you to park hop from park to park, uh, but not until two o'clock in the afternoon. This is something they instituted when they reopened last year and they've mm-hmm. kept it. My guess was because of the virtual queues, because mm-hmm. you seven o'clock and two o'clock or one o'clock when you get virtual queues, they don't want yeah. you to come to a park just for a virtual queue. Those are gone now, although they will come back with Guardians and with Tron when they reopen. Probably. So I guess question for both of you guys now that I've been talking forever. Uh, with park hoppers, do we recommend park hoppers for families? And when do we recommend park mm-hmm. hoppers for a family? <clears throat> so you if, start? if you have mm-hmm. small children, and I mean like, I'm going to say five and under a lot of times I do not recommend them because the amount of stuff that you have to move Mm -hmm. to get your children all together with the stroller, make sure you got all the bags Mm -hmm. to get them there to make sure that they have their snacks, make sure they have their naps, everything like that. I think that it is not worth the money if you have children I'm going to go with four and under because I know that my kids, when they were five, they started riding everything. So I'm going to say like four and under because, um, it's just rough. Now, if you have like an eight and a nine-year-old and a four-year-old, well, then in that case, you're going to be doing like a lot more stuff and it's only one kid to get around. But if you've got two little ones, 
under the age of four, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's too much and to do it. But other than that, I mean, I'm all about park hopping. Yeah. I'm a big fan of park hopping for adults, especially, mm-hmm. um, or, or with teenagers, you know, cause mm-hmm. that like at some level teenagers, especially for like 15, 16, I have friends with teenagers, like, right. yeah, they can go off on the their own. Time on their own. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to be right with them the entire time. In fact, we've hung out with friends in Epcot while their teenagers are like over at Hollywood studios. Cause they just jumped the skyliner and popped over. They weren't worried like, well, yeah, it's just right here. So I love it because it gives you the ability to let's say pop over to Epcot, because as we all know, Epcot has amazing dining. There's mm-hmm. like so many options. If there's a festival you can go eat around the world. So I like it for that perspective, you know, feel like you can get more in in a day. I I mean, I totally agree on that. All, all those things. Remember, and this, these are the rules that, um, we'll, we talked about packages here, like vacation packages, right. room, right, right, room right, right, ticket. Right. Everybody in the room has to get the same thing. So yes. if you're with your teenagers, uh, you can't give them a park hopper and you and your husband or your wife, who your partner, whoever can't just get base tickets. You either all get base or y'all get park hopper. And you can't get a park hopper on specific days. You can't say, okay, we got mm-hmm. five days here. Let's do a park hopper and three of them. Well, and then two of them, based- that doesn't work that way. You have to buy it all at once. Now, during your trip, you can add a park hopper if you want, but yeah. you're paying the same price day one versus day five, pay the exact same price. Correct. Um, park hoppers will run anywhere from 60 or 70 bucks in a low, like low crowd. Lower season. Lower mm-hmm. season. Let me don't say low. Lower <laughs> season. To upwards of $90 on peak season. I mean, that's, yeah. and that's per person, um, not per day. It's for the whole trip, for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So park hoppers, I think, are great. I Heather, you said something yesterday that I, I completely agree with. I think that park hoppers, park hopping should move back to noon versus mm-hmm. noon. Even if that they are going to do the virtual queues again and you mm-hmm. can um, get another boarding pass, you can log on to try to get it. I think that they should do it for noon. Mm-hmm. And then in that case, just make park hopping start at 1230 if you want to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that that way those people know, hey, I logged on. I didn't get it. I yep. want to head back over to Epcot. I want to head back to Magic Kingdom. Two o'clock, in my right. opinion, is too late. And for people mm-hmm. that have like their favorite park, if we go on a 10 day trip, I mean, like seven of those 10 days, I'm hopping back to Magic Kingdom and I'm like ready sure. to be back in Magic Kingdom by like noon every day. Right. But I just, right. I think it's too long because maybe there's a specific place that you want to have dinner that night. And yeah. you, maybe you just only want to do like three rides in one park and do the other one. I think they need to move it up to noon. I agree. I completely agree with that. I think yeah. I, I, because honestly, and, and to say you, you can leave a park whenever you want to, you can't get into another park until two. So Correct. honestly, you're leaving a park at like 1245 or one o'clock, depending on where you're going. If you're going from Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom, you probably need to leave at 1245-ish on a busier day to give yourself yeah. an hour travel time. Now that's an hour out of the parks, basically, um, to get into the Magic Kingdom at, at two o'clock because you have to go through security and everything else mm-hmm. to get there. Um, so I completely agree to back it up as much as possible because you have those people that do their stuff first thing in the morning. They want to knock out a couple of rides, especially at the end of your trip, the last day mm-hmm. of your trip. That's when, when you're like, hey, we didn't get to ride Rock and Roller Coaster. Let's go do that real quick. We're done at 10 o'clock. You know, let's go park hop to Magic Kingdom and do mm-hmm. the rest of the stuff at Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom yeah. or whatever. By 2 o'clock, your afternoons, your day's half gone. If you go to Animal Kingdom, the park closes at 7. So now by the time you get in, you've got a good 4 to 5 hours. That's basically one one ride on flight of passage mm. if you're seeing the standby right, line. Right, exactly. Um, and it's just, it, I, I completely agree with that. And park passes are, we'll go to park passes now. They are here to stay. So, so says uh, Josh. So says mm-hmm. uh, 
Chapek, so says all the big officials at Disney World. They are here to stay. Um, and again, I reiterate, you have to have a park pass. How do you get a park pass? Well, you yes. go on your Disney account. You find uh, your days, your tickets, your whatever. You go to park pass reservations. You find your date. You click it. You select the park you want to go to. Make sure everybody's in the party is included, and you've set up your park passes. Mm-hmm. However, they sell out. They do sell out. Yes, they do. No longer can you just walk up to the counter or call mm-hmm. me up or call Jen or Heather and say, hey, we're, last minute trip, we're going to Disney World this weekend. Can we get some tickets real quick? Five years ago? Absolutely. Hey, I got you some all-star sports right here. It's the only thing available. We can get you in there. I've done that. I've done that with people going to Disney on the day of. They're like, can you get us something? Sure, right now. No, no, no. No, they sell out because they're controlling capacity, which makes sense. But it's so maddening because that last second spontaneity is is gone. But Heather, you brought up a good point about why park passes might not be a bad thing. And I want to hear your Mm -hmm. your thoughts on that of why. And I'm not saying they're a bad thing. I'm not saying they're a good thing. I just want to hear your opinion on on why you think maybe they're not so bad. So I am not a morning person. This, I'm not. I'm not one of the (laughs) big. You're not a rope dropper. I am not one of those people that is going to rope drop um, first thing in the morning. That being said, we are pass holders. Okay. So prior to us becoming pass holders, we were. But um, if I choose, uh, prime example, Easter's coming up, right? Super high capacity time to visit. And if I have a Magic Kingdom reservation for Easter, prior to park passes being a thing, Mm-hmm. It was, I got to get up early and the entire family has to stay there the entire day. Because if we leave, there's no guarantee that we're going to be able to get back in if they hit capacity. Correct. If they hit capacity. Whereas now I can sleep in, go to the pool mm-hmm. and then head over later in the day. Even if it's on Easter, as long as I have that park pass, mm-hmm. I am guaranteed to be able to get into that park. 100%. If the people that are park hopping do did not have that as their original reservation, they are not guaranteed to get in. Um, mm-hmm. But it kind of gives you more flexibility for those busier times mm-hmm. that you don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, we have to be in right at park opening. Now it's just like, we have a park pass. We're guaranteed to get in. Yep. Let's take our time. Right, because they don't shut off capacity without considering who already has park passes. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So that is a benefit. Now, most sure. of the time, I, don't, I actually don't even, I can't think of, maybe it's happened, but I can't think of any time that park hopping has been disallowed because the park has been closed. Maybe Christmas, maybe New Year, something like that. Um, um, I think when happened. the fireworks came back. The fireworks came I think back. when okay. the fireworks came back. Because people, everybody was hopping. And the day of the 50th. And the um, day of the 50th. You don't have to, you don't have to specify which park you're hopping to. So if I have Epcot in the morning and that's my day on Friday. Right. And our plans are good to Magic Kingdom that afternoon. We don't have to say in the system mm-hmm. yet we're going to Magic Kingdom. You can just pick whatever whatever you want and leave Magic Kingdom, go to Hollywood, right. and go to Animal Kingdom, knock out all four parks mm-hmm. in one day, which, again, I reiterate, is not mm-hmm. that hard. I know people are like, we did four parks in one day. It's right. not hard. Calm down. Um, and so even now, um, but not to steal your thunder. But anyway, with the park, you don't have to specify which park you're going to, but you're also not guaranteed to get into that park. More than likely, you will. Mm-hmm. But there's a good chance you may not because mm-hmm. – you know, it's 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 not guaranteed because they do close the capacity sometimes. They do have levels of, of closure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially at Magic Kingdom and Hollywood, especially Hollywood because it's so small. Mm-hmm. That's the one yeah. that sells out the fastest. Magic Kingdom, Hollywood, both gone so mm-hmm. many, many, many times. Um, and so, so those are kind of how the park passes work. Any Jen, any thoughts for you? Do you like the park passes? Do you wish they'd be? Any suggestions on how how they could work better? Mm-hmm. I mean, I 
I'm not totally opposed to them. I, I understand like the last minute thing can be frustrating, it, you know, or especially whenever it comes to when we, we've had this issue with sometimes like the groups and, oh, hey, I'm going to go watch my kid march in the Magic Kingdom, you right. know, which is like super exciting. But for whatever reason, they don't get their tickets until mm-hmm. like a little bit last minute. And then you're kind of stalking availability. But I do think it helps with staffing right. and that because it's not allowed to get to the point again of shoulder to shoulder. Mm -hmm. And I, I mentioned this, I feel like on the show, not too long ago, I have a picture from 4th of July, like 2013, Mm -hmm. 14, it was jammed and the gauntlet between the bottleneck, yeah, the bottleneck, but you know, Peter Pan and small world. And this before they moved the stroller parking before the restrooms, this was like, and it was before the restroom and you're like, so, well, maybe it was the restrooms must have been under construction because it was right around that time. But still, it was regardless, it was shoulder to shoulder. Nobody was moving. It right. was a complete traffic jam. That's not going to be a thing now because they're not allowing that many people in. So it does make for a better guest experience because you're not going to get some of the crazy lines. I mean, not to say, listen, you're going to stand in lines, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's Disney. Like even when you have Genie yep. Plus, there's, there might be a day where you, you are going to wait half hour, 45 minutes for something. All or right. More. Or more. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm just saying Haunted Mansion was 55 minutes last time I was there. And that's okay. That is what it is. Cause it's a great ride and I'm going to ride it anyway, but it's not two hours, three hours mm-hmm. because we don't have quite as many people in there. We don't have the hundreds of thousands, maybe right. just the dozens of thousands. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, also, you can make changes to your park passes with a caveat. Mm-hmm. So if you decide, you know what, we got oh. Magic Kingdom scheduled for you know three days from now, but we think we'd rather go to Epcot. Um, you know, you can always change your park pass. The problem is, and I would make this suggestion for Disney if they wanted to change something, you can't look to see what's available unless you cancel right. one, then mm-hmm. look to see if the other's available. And if it's not, then you have to go back and get your Magic Kingdom again, and it could be gone by then. Mm-hmm. Um, because especially if you're like in the day of or a couple of days ahead of time. Now, yeah. if we're talking like early, I mean, you May, can look at the availability online. Exactly. But, but even, even that's not always mm-hmm. accurate because I did that with a client two yeah. weeks ago and it said sold out. I went into their account and looked and I got park passes. So even that's not always completely accurate. The other thing that I would wish for, um, for, for Disney, and this is actually just another assistance to the guest. Um, because yes, I know what Heather's going to say. Guess sh- we should all be paying attention. Be paying better attention, right? Because we're told over and over. But I would love whenever you go to purchase a ticket, something a, a pop up just to simply say park pass reservation. Click here right now because there, it's available. It's a little little link over here saying hey, check your park passes. Mm-hmm. But I would love for a pop up to come up and simply say, make sure you get your park passes, and you have to act, like literally X out of that box or acknowledge something when you get your ticket because you can buy a ticket without a park pass. You can buy a ticket. Even if, like, you can buy a ticket for tomorrow if you want, mm-hmm. even though there's no guaranteed park passes available. And I'm, uh, from what I understand, there's nothing available for like several days. Um, this month, available. yeah, there's yeah, a there's month. a lot of them sold out for Magic Kingdom. Here. So, yeah. What do you do if, let's just say that you have forgotten your park passes, you forgot to get them, and you're trying to get them? Jen, Heather, is there any recourse to that at all? Is there any guidance? <laughs> anything you would say? You know, here's some here's some advice for you. You know, what what do you think if if if, if things are sold out? You mean across the board with all four parks or just the yeah. park that you want to be? Well, at? I mean, the park, let's say the park you want to go to. You're an animal, you okay. got one for Animal Kingdom, but you want to go to Hollywood and it's just not there. I mean, what, what can you do? So I would first look at like the rest of the week to see if any of them are open. And if they're not, mm-hmm. and you only have a base ticket at that point, 
you need to make the conscious decision to, if you want to see Hollywood studios and magic kingdom, you need to upgrade your park ticket to a park hopper. And what you're going to do is you're going to start any of your days, either in Epcot or animal kingdom, because those ones usually have Epcot usually almost always is available because it's it's very big. Mm -hmm. It's huge. You're going to start out. You're going to start out there. And then when that two o'clock hits, Mm-hmm. be there at the gate with the park that you want to mm-hmm. be that. And sometimes you'll take a few minutes early. No guarantee, but sometimes you'll mm-hmm. even get in a little It could happen. That yeah. could happen. But. I mean, that, but also, I, that's why you need to use an agent because yes. we know these things. And one of the first things right after your Disney vacation is booked, it's okay, your package is linked on your account, go in and make yeah. your park passes. Yep. And your agent is going to go in and make sure that you have all of them and constantly monitor it monitor it the whole yeah. time mm-hmm. yeah so what do you do if all four parks are sold out let's just say you want a last night trip you want to go next week and just nothing's available at all um is there anything you can even do at all other than, i mean do you just you cry take an hour and just refresh for an hour and hopefully something pops up i mean yeah, people have done that it and it does happen yeah and that's why sometimes the calendar doesn't pick up if there's just let's say five tickets right i mean right, like right. somebody drops right. it it's not gonna necessarily pick that up. And a lot of those park passes, which I don't think we touch base on, um, a lot of those park passes are actually reserved with pass holders. Yes. And sometimes the pass mm-hmm. holders that morning will just decide, hey, we're not going. And they'll go in there yeah. and they'll cancel them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it is worth refreshing it. Right. Absolutely. And remember, your park passes are attached to your tickets, not to your room. Mm-hmm. So let's just say you're there for six nights. That doesn't mean you have six days of park passes. That means you have whatever you, park passes you have for your tickets. So if you have three-day tickets, four day, if you have four-day tickets, you have four days worth of parks. And you don't have – they're not assigned to a park. I've had clients ask me this, and, and it's okay they ask me this because a lot of people don't know. They'll say, you know, we want to get one ticket for Magic Kingdom and one for Hollywood and maybe two for Epcot because Flower and Garden is just – we want to cover it or whatever. When you get your tickets, it's just you get four-day tickets. You can, you can go wherever you want to go. We just have to decide where you're going to go. And we'll go there. And it's mm-hmm. such an important thing that even with our agency, and I'm sure other agencies do too, but you know, we're better. Um, <laughs> uh, so like we, we send it automatic emails to people to say park passes, get them. And I've had clients like that would book last minute trips or maybe a month out, you know, we'll yeah. do the park passes immediately. And one actually emailed me this morning and was like, didn't we already do this? And they're, they're showing me the letter they got from the agency. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we did. We did. It's just an automatic reminder for you, but yeah. you're good. We're fine. Blah, blah, blah. We're great. We're great. We're great. So Park passes. Any final thoughts on park hoppers, park passes, park tickets uh, from Jen, Heather, anything to throw in there that people need to know that we haven't covered? The only thing that I do want to add in is that if you, you had mentioned before that if you do want to change your park pass and say that you are on property Mm -hmm. um, and I have had this happen with clients say, you know, they wake up that morning and their kid's not feeling so swell, or maybe it's raining And they say, hey, I'm going to go to Epcot in the rain because hashtag it always rains in Epcot. Um, You cannot change your park pass if there's none that are available. Guest Mm -hmm. services is able to go in to Mm -hmm. see if you are able to do it. You are not able to do that at your hotel. And a lot of people were kind of complaining that for the money that you pay to stay at a Disney resort, that there should be a desk at every hotel to do that. And I don't disagree with them on that because if you're at the grand Floridian and you're, if you're staying in the villas and you say you're paying $1,300 a night and you see that um, you're in Epcot and you want to switch to magic kingdom and it's not letting you and something's happening in the system, 
you actually physically have to go to guest services at the park to get that switched. Yeah. There should be someone in the lobby. Agreed. That does um, it. Final thought too. I'll, I'll go back to park hoppers. One thing I tell the clients, especially with small children is to look at our schedule. And if you've got five or six days, I'm going to recommend park hoppers because you've got days. You're going to want to park. You're going to want to hop. If you've only got two days, three days, um, I want you to consider your trip. What kind of trip are you going to do? It's going to be go, 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 go. How many times are you going to hop? Because especially with children, Magic Kingdom will mm-hmm. likely take you the entire day. Hollywood oh, might yeah. take you most of the day to get through a lot of the attractions, even with mm-hmm. Genie and Lightning Lane and even purchasing the individual attraction selection, individual Lightning Lanes, whatever they're called. Um, the, the, the long phrase we have for them now. Uh, you know, you have to decide how many times you're going to park hop. And is it worth the $90 per person you're going to pay for it? Our family always gets park hopper. Always. Even if we park hop once, we feel just the, the being able to know that we can do it whenever we want is worth it to us. Um, mm-hmm. Usually we're there for, you know, four or five, six days. Uh, but we always get it. Some families, they just look at it and they're like, you know what? We're not going to park hop. We're, we're, we're there for four days. We're going to do a, mm-hmm. a park each day or whatever. And that's okay, too. And Animal Kingdom, you might be There's not a right or wrong answer. Yeah, either. there's not a right or wrong answer. You just have to decide, you know. And, of course, do we want you to get park hopper? Well, Sure. But we also want you to do what's right for your family, too. We don't want to be like, mm-hmm. you need park yeah. hopper. I know you have three small children, all in the age of three, all by yourself, but you need park hopper. No, we're not going to do that to you. We're going to tell you yeah. what suits you. We're going to be like, that's that's probably not a good idea. Exactly. So we would love to help you out with that as well. And again, I didn't mean for this to be an entire commercial for our agency, but this is what agents do. Good agents, mm-hmm. no matter the agency, will tell you the same thing. We're just glad yes. you got to listen to it from us. So, Heather, I know you got to get out of here because you have to make some money on your own as well. So uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit about where we can find you online. Where can people follow you? You are the Moana Mom Extraordinaire. Yes, you can find me um, at the Moana Mom on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Um, just search it. Just make sure that you put the the in, else you're going to find a poofy dog in Japan. And I'm super close to 5,000 followers. So if anybody yeah. wants to follow me, there's a giveaway once I hit 5K. Nice, nice. And of course, you also just opened up your Facebook page, which is exciting because now you yes. have a Facebook following, and which is going to explode, if not already, then it's very soon. Because when people were like, the Moana Moms on Facebook too? Let's do that. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do we have Quack Chat coming anytime soon? Is there more Quack Chats on the way? I'd be lying if I didn't say that I had three. Uh, there will be one released soon, as soon as this mom can find some time to edit it, cool. and then we'll throw them out. Gotcha. Very, very good. Of course, it's Quack Chat being her two little daughters doing on YouTube, do a show on YouTube, and it's adorable. Adorable. It's fantastic. And it gets so a ton of views because people yes. love those little girls, which is great. Jen, where can we find you online? You can find me at Upon a Star Jen, and my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Novotny. And your next trip will be when? To the parks. Oh, to the parks? Like um, Friday? Like no, actually, not till the end of May as of right now. Wow. That's crazy. That's quite a drought. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers for it's you. It's a lot for My me. Goodness. Yeah, it really I is. Really is. Of course, we've got Universal coming up really soon. And we did a show from Universal yes. last time we were there. So maybe we'll do the same thing again. Um, and Heather, you've got a cruise coming up earlier in the summer. Is that right? Yes. I'm going to be aboard the Disney Wish, one of the very first few sailings. I'm super excited Yay. about it. Very cool. And of course, mm-hmm. I will be in the parks next week. Find me at The Magic on a Dollar on Instagram, Magic on a Dollar, Disney on a Dollar on Facebook as well. And of course, the show, TheMSEPodcast.com is our website. All the show notes and all the fun stuff is there. Uh, at Gmail is our email address. And find The MSE Podcast on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram and all the social media type of places mm-hmm. as well. So, Heather, thank you for joining us. I know you had to step in during your lunch, so I'm glad you're able to kind of pitch into the conversation hey no problem i thoroughly enjoyed it it's way better than eating a cookie 
It Why really not? Is. Talk about Disney. Excellent. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. And you can still probably down a cookie before you get back to work, which is nice. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week for Jen and for Heather. Hey, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.